Finally, I like that. That's an aggressive attitude. Yes. You know? Oh, 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 that's an omen. I'm out of fuel. The cameras went on and... Uh, wait, wait a minute. Are you serious? You got to shake it. Shake it, rattle and roll. Shake, shake it, don't break it. Not on me. It's done. It's done. It's okay. It smells enough. Evil spirits away. Ah, uh, smudging. How's your day going, John? I, of course, I get important texts that I've been waiting for all day. As soon as we, as soon as okay. the production meeting's over, just, the the banquet's just over. Just take care of business. I'll do the countdown. You ready? Yeah. Five. Four. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we doing a countdown? We haven't done a countdown in like six months. Time. Oh, okay. Well, you're <laughs> counting too fast. That's a fast countdown. Okay. All right. Uh, phone wait. message to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need music, Don. That uh, Jeopardy music. Okay. Okay. That's fantastic. Thank you for waiting. I appreciate sure. that. All right. All right. So let's do a countdown now. Let's do it. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Jersey Alchemist, and I'm your host, Dr. John Gerard Gallucci. <laughs> Gallucci. And I'm Philip D'Angelo. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. Oh. And it's the last day of August. Isn't oh. it 31st today? Yeah, today's the last day. I cannot believe August went. It flew by. It really did. Well, there was no August. No, right? You know, they say, as you get older, time flies by. This is no joke. It's no joke. I mean, we're like that scene from The Little Rascals. We're in that big, long uh, go-kart. The fire truck. And they <laughs> grab the brake, and it's all like, it's like we're going downhill, and the right. brakes are off, and wow. Man, oh, man. Well, maybe, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing that, you know, maybe we're heaven-bound, and uh, the faster we get out of this shithole, the better. Well, you know what? Could that be? It could be. And I'll tell you one thing. Now we're in Jersey, okay? The Jersey Alchemist. And we get four seasons here. And we're coming up, I think, to the best part of the year. September, October, November, fall season, football, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, it's cooler that, now. Did you say Thanksgiving's your favorite holiday? It is my favorite. Because I've always been very thankful. For all the food. For all the, uh, <laughs> the abundance. Let me tell you something. The FNF. Let me tell you. Do you remember, and I feel, you know what, John? Just think about our kids. Our kids will never experience the greatness of what we experienced on holidays. Now, let's take Thanksgiving. We would go to the same aunt's house, yeah, okay? Right. And you'd go there, and she's already sweating. You can't talk. My cousins are helping her, all the girl cousins. The men are already into the homemade wine that are that are there. And then my mother would take her coat off. She'd run into the kitchen and just get into it. And and as cousins, we were all excited to see each other. And there was so much food. Now, I don't know how other people do it, cultures. But Italians, it's not just about the turkey. Turkey was. That was like, the yeah. The turkey was kind of an arm twister, obligatory, I guess we better do this. Only, almost for decoration. For decoration. Yeah, otherwise it would right. be anti-American. Uh, go through the list. What would you have on Thanksgiving? Oh, okay. Typical, every year. Well, first of all, there's the cold antipast, right? Mm -hmm. So you're walking into a tray laid out of all kind of uh, salami, brajut, super sad. Yeah. Super sad. 
how many different kind of cheeses? You couldn't just have, you know, no, there was Mutz and provolone, yeah. or everything sharp, not mm -hmm. so sharp. I mean, these trays are what catering companies try and uh, duplicate yeah. now. Right. And these women just did it like it was no nobody's business, and it was right. beautiful. And then you'd have like mushrooms or, you know. Uh, the salads. We had stuffed mushrooms, regular sautéed mushrooms, like three oh. different kinds of mushrooms. Yeah. Salad. Oh my yeah. goodness! It was and always a big. We always had a big ham on Thanksgiving. Come on, you, know, you had to. With cloves and pineapples. Pineapples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right. So now you had to have some sort of pasta, whether it was managots, yeah. lasagna. My father usually did Thanksgiving up with my dad's side and my grandma on yeah. my father's side. Well, they were all good cooks both sides, but they just did it a little bit differently. And uh, my granny, Grandma Gallucci, she made pillow-sized raviolis, oh. you know, by hand. Made them? By hand. By hand. Made, made them. Made the dough from scratch. Did everything by hand. She taught me how to make all of that stuff. And she knew that I loved hats. And hats were really homemade gava deal, but then if you, if you, hats, if that's you, so funny. To make a gava deal, you got to get the dough on a big, yeah. you know, board, and you got to roll it into kind of a snake, yeah. and then you chop them up into little pieces, and then you get your knife and you push it and curl it, and it curls up and it ends up looking like gava deal. Mm. Or for those who don't know what gava deal is, cavatelli. <sighs> and then what you do once you curl that cavatelli and it's curled like this, yeah, you grab the edge and stick your thumb in the back of it mm. and you stick your thumb up and it makes an indentation and it looks like a sombrero. She used to make, and I used to help them, there's hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of homemade hats. And John, they make- hit that water. Uh, I couldn't wait to slog those things down. And, and John, and, John, and they were made with love. It wasn't a chore they were to made them. Wood flour that didn't have fucking glyphosate in it. Yeah. Oh, for old flour. Everything was organic. Old flour. Everything. Everything. But let's not, John. Not only the food, and the family, the smells, the aroma of walking into that house, yeah. the. Oh yeah. All food everywhere, everywhere boiling, everywhere. The, music, the sauce, the music, music that was playing. There wasn't anybody in a bad mood. It was a Hollywood set. Yeah. That's what it was. It a really was set for a movie. It really was. Although my uncles that were from the other side, they were never in a good mood. That you couldn't please them. No matter what you did or said, they were always in a bad That's mood. That's why those old, you know, immigrant black and whites. Oh, that's right. I'm telling you. Now, here's the family coming yeah. out of Coney yeah. Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what's wrong with that guy? That know. guy's your great uncle. Yeah. What, has he got a stick up his ass or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's a good guy. I mean, he smacks me a couple times right. every time he's I see him. He's got a wooden leg. Maybe that's why he's <laughs> yeah, pissed yeah. off. I, you know, yeah, there's always a story, right? But uh, not only the aroma, the amount of food, everybody's hustling and bustling. This is just Thanksgiving. I mean, but then there was the turkey, which looked like it was on a cover of a magazine, yeah. right? The perfect turkey, mm -hmm. basting, the stuffing. Oh. Oh, what kind God. of stuffing did you guys typically have? What do you mean, what kind? 
well, there's so many different kinds of stuffings. And, you know, if, if you tried to slip in a new stuffing on people. No, no, uh, no. This is stuffing. Oh, you grew up with the same. Yeah, plus the, you know, no, no. I'm sure the men put their orders in. My, my mother copied my Aunt Betty's bread stuffing. It was a simple bread stuffing. It was, you know, onions and bread yeah, and celery. A little, a little uh, fennel. Yes, of fennel. course. Yeah. Fennel. Right, you know. and uh, and, it, and it was baked until it was crispy brown. Oh, it had oven. to be. It was that stuffing was so damn good. It's like here, take the turkey, give me the stuffing. Yeah, right? it's kind of like you know, take the gun, leave the canola. <laughs> and um, and I I loved I loved that triple triple combo. Cranberry sauce, stuffing, turkey. Oh. A little brown gravy dip dip. Oh, oh, right down a hatch. Come on, come yeah. on. There was nothing better than that. I mean, and like you said, I mean, in every, every, like the antipause, the beginning, it took time. It was at least an hour before you went into yeah. the next, the ham or the pastas, whatever. That was an hour, and then it was another well, hour. I say what? Those men that were sour pusses, yeah. those were the older guys. Oh, they yeah. didn't know how fucking good they had it. The women no. that they had, they were married to saints. They were. Oh, beyond saints. Saints. Beyond because, saints. Because those women could do it all. They could raise the kids. They could gossip. They could, yeah. they could you know, handle the money. They could cook like nobody's business. Clean women, the house. Women ran the whole show. Everybody wants to say, yeah, the man's in charge. The man wasn't in charge. No. The, right. Your mom was in charge of that house. What happened? Where you went? The When the father came home, you better be home at this time. Like, they mm -hmm. ran the show. Yeah. Right. And they were what got the next generation. But then again, in the words of a dear friend of mine, uh -oh. the women, mm. they have the keys to the pleasure box. Oh. <laughs> well, that's... So no matter, maybe those guys, if we think about it, maybe now we have a little drop on why they were always pickle pusses. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They were working the women to death, and then uh, yeah. the pleasure box was closed and locked. Locked. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Well, at least that's one tradition that got carried on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jesus, Mary. Right. But anyway, and then after those three, four hours, you know, the whole, nobody was going home early. Right. There was the dessert and the coffee, mm -hmm. the espresso. Yeah. I mean, think yeah. of the pastries that were laid out on that table, the cannolis. I mean, yeah. the, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. the Schwedels, well, lobster tails. When, when the women were preparing the dessert and the coffee, the men were all passed out oh, on the yeah, couch yeah. From, from, you know, from gluttony. And what happened after the dessert for us? We cleared the table and had a big four-money card game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to play Lots cards. Lots of money put, put across that table, and it was for fun. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't, nobody was serious about it, but it was still, it was still, I can remember one of the biggest pots as a kid was 100 bucks, and wow. that's going back when I was like 10. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. Like, oh, wow. And then, what happened after the card game? All the food came out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and right. you're right. And let's not forget, John, that... You know, not only the card games and the food, I mean, it was, you caught up with your relatives, your cousins who you hadn't seen in a while, what's going on, you went in their rooms, you know, you talked about this, that, school, girls, sports, right. all that stuff. I mean, they were your best friends growing up, were your cousins, yeah. you know? We didn't have sleepover at kid's house, friend's house. Are you kidding me? My father go, what are you sleeping over there for? You got a bed here. But your cousins? Yeah, all right, let's go. 
You know, we'd drive to Union, to Nutley, yeah, right. you know, where my cousins were, drop them off. They were glad to get rid of me. Yeah. And then, they, you know, we take the other cousin, I would stay with my brother. True friendships that last a lifetime, yeah, you know? Sure they were. I mean, I know you're close with a couple of your cousins right now. I know I'm close with some of my cousins, and uh, you know it's funny because with these holidays, I have an older cousin because my father had eleven brothers and sisters. That's okay. amazing. Yeah, and his mother also had five his miscarriages. Three women in The lovely, her nickname. A cook, she, a cleaner. Yeah. And, uh, a baby producer uh, my, 11 times. My grandmother um, crazy. on my mo my father's side, her nickname was Pippinella because she was like two feet tall. But she was tough as nails. She ran the show. She's the one who had 11? Yeah, and five miscarriages. She was pregnant 16 times. Yeah. Holy and then my shit. grandfather died when everybody was young, you know. So I have a cousin who's like, she's... I have a cousin that's I have cousins that are like twenty years older than me. Yeah, you know, right? And um, yeah, and uh, twenty years older than me. So now they still celebrate the old way. All right. Now Palm Sunday for my older cousin, it's a you can't you know what she celebrates Palm Sunday before Easter. Oh, we used to do that, and, and that's another tw ten hour excursion. I mean, how many ten hour Sundays can you have of, of eating well, stuff well, in your it, face? It, it got a little arduous, you know. We did the Palm Sunday thing with my father's aunts in Newark. Yeah. They all lived in Newark. And, um, you know, it was it was a rite of passage. It was, you know, we had a, and we had to go with a jacket and tie on. I was six oh, wow. years old, like a little monkey with a yeah. jacket and tie. <laughs> Here comes the Italian guy with his organ grinder. <laughs> you know, and, hi, Uncle Mike. And that was my grandfather's brother. Hi, Uncle Mike. That was... My cousin Tony's grandfather. Uh, listen, you know. Listen, I've got a bone to pick with your cousin Tony. Say it now. Now listen. Get the this may. Listen, <laughs> listen. We've. I've known your family for fifty years. Tony, are you listening? Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter if she's listening. Okay. Ooh. It doesn't matter. We. I mean, she's a. We met. I mean, she watches the podcast. She's always making positive comments, but. John, for your family members, my family members don't demand we talk about certain stuff. My family members don't say, oh, why didn't you do this? I mean, we're getting critiqued on a regular basis here by your cousin, Tony. Well, I mean, that's she's unacceptable. Watching. She's watching uh, and she's scrutinizing. Unac yeah, unacceptable. So, Tony, we love that you're watching. But with the comments, if they're not positive, okay, I don't want to hear them. And I don't know about your cousin. Maybe he wants to hear them. But, uh, Fanute, no more. I'll take the comments. I'll take them. Cheech. Laporte. By the way, you know what? I looked at the analytics on yes. um, the RSS feed, the mm. syndicator, yes. for Amazon um, Music and Spotify. Of which the Jersey Seven Africa countries. Seven. And in Brussels, we've got like 79 uh, downloads. Brussels, we love you. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love your sprouts. <laughs> Roasted, <laughs> especially. Well done. Well done. So, John, going back to these, uh, we digress. Yeah. Going back to the holidays, mm. back how it was. Think about how our children are being deprived. I was going to say depraved. Deprived yeah. of that beauty, of that culture. It doesn't matter what culture you are, whether you're Irish, yeah. Iranian, whatever your culture is, you come to America, which is beautiful, but you become Metagon. You become... Yeah, you can become Metagon 
Americanized, which is a nice thing, but you lose well, your culture along the way. Listen, I've recognized that long ago, but I'm going to say something. Oh. I have I have recognized pockets of people that do such a good job of hanging on to who and what they are. And I'll tell you where those pockets are. Everybody in Brooklyn, as far as I'm concerned, if you're Italian, you're Italian. Mm. And God damn it, you're from Brooklyn. Mm. You ain't from Queens, and you sure as hell ain't from Staten Island, and you're never going to be from fucking Jersey, right? Mm. Lodi, uh, certain areas of North Jersey, Essex County, mm, maybe... Um, Montreal. Wow. Montreal is is a big city. It's a big metropolis. But if you're Jewish, you're speaking Hebrew. There's the conservatives and there's the the uh, the Orthodox and the Reformed, but they all speak Hebrew. If you're Greek, there's a big Greek section in in, Mon in, Mon in Montreal. They speak Greek. First of all, everybody speaks French and English. Then you speak your own oh, tongue. The Koreans speak Korean. The Chinese speak Korean. And they speak English. And you can't you can't get along in Montreal unless you speak en français. Mm. So um, where does that leave us? I get pissed off, man. I, I I have you know linguistic envy. I'm upset that my greater family that came here did not. Pass on the language, but to be honest with you, who, it was the old timers died off. Who was going to speak it? I know your mother spoke Italian, but John, she wouldn't teach it to us. She goes, "We are," and she became an American citizen. We are in America, my children. Because I said, "Why is my mother the only mother as a kid has an accent?" I mean, nobody else's mother talks this way. Right. But she goes, "We're in America," and, and your, she, your mom was what first gen? She was the immigrant. Yeah, so yeah. My grandfather, generation. I'm first generation. I'm second generation. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Right. So she said, we will, you know, I wish she would have taught me Italian. It would have been beautiful, right? Yeah. But um, no, she says, no, we will speak English. And I think because she had that barrier, that problem, I mean, she literally got thrown into it. Right. You know, you come from another country, no matter what it is, but Italy, you're trying to get into the workforce, you, you're struggling. A little something different here. Kind of like, you know, it's typical John Gallucci statement about fate, destiny, and it's like, what? Yeah. I used to date a girl who lived in Bloomfield, and her name... No names. Was, her name was Denise. Oh, okay. Same exact birthday as the Denise that I married. Don't... No, that can't happen. That cannot happen. It's the truth. I think the angels are like, wait, wait, it's the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, we know it's the same birthday. It's the same name. Wrong girl. Wow. Yeah, exactly. But her father, her father was super hardcore... And he had one night a week. What do you What do you walk around with garlic in his pockets? What no, do you mean he, he was hardcore Italian? Um, what do you? He had the Tribune. Everybody was excited for me to meet him okay. for the first time, and I had been dating his daughter a couple months. And all of a sudden, uh -oh. he doesn't ring the doorbell. It's his house. He just throws the door open. He's got the full contractor's outfit covered in like uh. sheetrock dust with a big toolbox in his hands, mm. a cigar in his mouth, oh. with muscles on top of his head. Uh, yeah. And he comes in, and, and Denise grabs me, and we go meet him at the door. That's the last thing he wanted, was some stranger at the door, in his house, meeting him, uh -huh. right? 
And she goes, she goes, Dad, she goes, this is this is my boyfriend, John Bellucci. He stuck his hand out. Yeah. And I thought that like Tyson Fury stuck his hand. His hand was easily yeah. twice the size of my hand. Oh. And he, he purposely Oh, you have to as a father, you have to me bones a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. and made me wince. He he was he was giving me the pain test. <laughs> At what point is this guy gonna go, oh, <laughs> right and the cigar was in his mouth oh hello mr so-and-so yeah. you know it's nice to meet you he goes and cleans up he comes downstairs and he lays it on the line he interrogated me oh yeah and he tried it in italian and this is uh mr so-and-so i really don't you know, i don't really speak italian my you know, i'm second generation my parents didn't teach me mm. where are your parents from newark what's your mother's maiden name Grasso. Wow. Grasso? Bates Grasso? I went, how do you know Bates Grasso? He goes, I used to run numbers for him. I said, uh -huh. I said, Mr. So-and-so, that's my grandfather. Boom. I was gold. Oh, sit right. down. Right. Why didn't you say he something? Offers me, he offers me a... Here are the keys to the he car. He offers me a drink. Yeah. He offers me a stogie. I says, uh, I really wanted the stogie. Yeah, yeah, the drink. Yeah. I says, no, no, I... Uh, and then he told me that every week he and his goombads yeah. get together. They go downstairs in the basement. Yeah. They smoke and they drink and they only speak Italian. And uh, they were they were Mussolini fascists. Mm, interesting. They were. they were Mussolini fascists. Wow. This is, this is like a long time wow, ago. Wow, wow. I think it was 1979 or something. Wow. Yeah. Right out of high school. Yeah. How long did you date that girl? Now that you had the end. Six end. months. It's a long time for Six being uh, 19. And so now that I got ingrained with them. And well, what I, happened? How come it didn't work oh, out? I remember the day that her and I split. Oh, boy. She kind of had stars in her eyes. I was a lot older than her. I was uh, four. Oh. I was like five years older than her. Oh, was she 14? She was just turning 17. Ay, she ay, was ay, a minor. Ay. But believe me, <laughs> nothing happened. I swear. <laughs> And uh, I was afraid for anything to happen. Yeah, that sure. It would put me in cement shoes, for oh, real. And he had the cement in his truck. There were some um, scary-looking fathers back so then. So I remember I, I, had to, I had to kind of end it because I just didn't – chemistry wasn't there. You, oh, you guys, you yeah. gals, you know when yeah, the chemistry sure. is not there. You can't force it. You know what? The worst thing in the world is when somebody marries for, like, money or something. You know, the chemistry is not there. You yeah. might as well just go kill yourself because – because you just put yourself in cement shoes. Oh, yeah. So I, I says, okay, all right, this Sunday I'm gonna gonna break up with her. I have to, you know, and because it, it was just it just wasn't right. It wasn't going nowhere. And yeah. remember, the universe was saying, wrong, wrong Denise, wrong person, same mm. birthday. Get it? Mm, mm, mm. That is unbelievable, right. John. So I remember I told her, I says, you know, we gotta talk. And I took my old Datsun B210 and we parked in Brookdale Park. Oh. And there was about a foot of snow across the park. And it had been there for weeks. And it was misting and raining. And now it's a, a shiny crust of uh, solid ice okay. over the top of the snow. And I'm trying to beat around the bush and get to it. And I says, look, it's just, it's just not working out for me. You know, we can be friends and, you know. That, it's not that you, it's, it's me. Friends, lovers, no more. No, I don't remember well, We were never lovers, but, but, but she kind of imagined that we would. We had a future together. Yeah. yeah. You're probably the first guy her father liked. Listen, I, if I stayed with her, maybe at some point it would have broke 
good, mm-hmm. and I would have just been a you know, a, but nineteen in the right spot yeah, for me. Yeah, so but you're I, young. When I finally got the message across to her, what do you think she did? Called her phone. Fu- oh, there was no cell phones no back cell then. Phones. She cried. Oh, no, no. She she threw the car door open, and she headed out across the field, the snow at Brookdale Park. Mm. And she, every like five steps, she was on her ass. She was <laughs> on her face. She was on her ass because it was all aye, like aye, skating aye, rink. Aye, aye, I'm aye. like, no, no, no. I'm screaming, no, no, no. Just, I went all the way around. I tried I tried to get her to sure, pick her up sure. because otherwise the story is going to be, she's going to come home yeah. sobbing and screaming, yeah. all red-faced, beat up by falling on the ice uh, and her father's gonna go how did you get home yeah i ran home he's a beast yeah right that's it now the fascist mob is yeah. after me yeah. yeah you know i was scared for weeks and they meant business back then i was scared for weeks yeah. but yeah. what he didn't know i hope uh, he knew, i was my father raised me the right way. So did my mom. I never touched her. Yeah. I never touched her. It was always, you know, hand-holding, going to the movies, going to yeah. a diner, yeah. you know, and back to watch, you know, quiz shows with her mom on the TV. <laughs> I swear to God, it's the way it was. Oh, that's so funny. Well, like a father, he was probably like, you know, when you break up with anybody, like nobody to this day, my daughter's 35 years old. There's nobody to this day that's good enough for her. Yeah. I don't really approve of anybody, although her current beau, he is a good nice. guy. He's a good guy. No, no, no. He's a good guy. I'd rather she be in the convent, up in a hill somewhere, you know, just saying prayers and, you know, rosary beads. Absolutely. Rosary beads. No man, you know, no men in her life. But like, I can. Like Julie Andrews and the sound of music. That's right. That's what I'm. I try to send her a couple places like that, but she kept coming back. But I, you know, I understand if there is a man in her life that this guy that's there now is a good guy. Hey. Hey. Why not? Uh, it took a lot for me to say that. I I realize I won't tell that, him that. I realized that I was in hot water emotionally one night when we were watching the third game. Uh, Pat Sajak sticks in my head. Uh, he's still around, isn't he? Right. I think so. Yeah. It's like fifty years on that show for him or yeah, something. God and bless we were him. sitting there, and and I realized that, and I was very respectful. I wasn't a dog, and I just kind of gazed across the room at my girlfriend's sister. Ooh. who was like two or three years older than her, and I thought, oh, see my eyes? Yeah. Oh. It's like, uh-oh. Yeah, it's trouble. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. trouble. It'd be, it'd be, so it's that guy had two daughters? My, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not easy being the, the father of daughters, is it, John? I mean, it's it's times, tough. The times they have a change. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what they knew they couldn't get away with with me I think they were coerced by their mom because she used to tell them, don't tell your dad. You know how he is. And none of it was true. Now my daughters realize that they have an ear and a soft landing pad with me before anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, if my daughter brought a boyfriend home, like high school, a little after, you know, I had a set of weights in the gym. I'm... (laughs) blasting rock music i'm throwing dumbbells around and they'd say who's that oh that's my dad like you know but these kids nowadays they don't care you know you shoo one away like uh like he's an ant there's three more ants coming up here no they own the world uh, yeah i mean they they don't care they're not intimidated i guess you're a stupid fucking old man that's yeah 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 but uh yeah i wouldn't be i just i just scowl and just walk past the room i wouldn't talk to anybody 
I'm I'm um, as sweet as pie to them. Mm -hmm. But you know when somebody isn't resonating with you. You know when somebody holds a different yeah. point of view. Yeah. When they just put distance between them and you. They don't have to say a word. Yeah. They just... Yeah. They just put the foot down. They put the brakes. They keep the distance. And you don't get a peep out of them beyond, I'm fine. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. But, you know, okay, that's the one you got to watch out for. I mean, think about it. All the times we dated girls when we were younger, as men coming into a household, we never looked at it because we weren't fathers as a, you know, what's the father thinking, you know? Yeah. I had people poke me in the forehead, a couple dads, no joyriding, no this, no that, be home before this time. I'm like, well, oh, maybe okay, joy why are you hitting me in the head? Riding, maybe he, it was a different yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. No riding, <laughs> no riding your big wheels. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a, I remember dating one girl and her father looked like Chuck Wepner. <laughs> Which is scary because Chuck Webner yeah. was tough. Her father looked yeah. tough, and same size and everything. Uh -huh. And I, you know, one or two dates, I'm like, you know what? You know, knowing my character, I'm like, this is that's, not going to last long. That's you very know? funny. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, I mean, you could write a book about dating back in the '60s, '70s. You know, and nowadays it's a whole different world. And now everybody dates on the apps, John. Everybody's like they meet kids. I know somebody's daughter who met her. I mean, she's a mother now, and she met her husband and the father of her child on this this app. And you know, well, he looks okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a topic. Um, Wouldn't be the first time. Can't resist. Oh boy. What was the 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 ultimate yardstick? The ultimate um, not loyalty test, but but the um, that Rubicon where when a girl you were dating. Got past the, the, you know, like, you know, like in a Donkey Kong game. Woo! Next level, right? Yeah. What was that, that yardstick achievement next level where everybody in the extended family said, oh, it, you know, in other words, she became kind of part of a family member because we yeah. had one. Yeah. And my brother and I used to just, even my sister used to hold our breath. Mm. The yardstick for us was we'd always be coerced to invite the girl or the guy, in my sister's case, over to the house. Imagine a guy with your father coming into that house. Yeah, oh, well, fine. Well, and then but, you and your brother next to him. But, oh, forget but about it. The, a lot of the girls that I dated and, yeah. lot, and most of the, the guys that my sister dated, they all knew my dad. One way or another, yeah, he was like town. larger than life. It was my cousin Missy. She oh, was the fucking yardstick. Are you kidding me? There would be a family occasion, and my aunt and my uncle would be there with my cousin Missy. My cousin Missy, from birth, suffered from erythroblastosis fetalis. <laughs> this is where um, the first baby born of a woman, woman, I did say woman. Okay. <laughs> Do I have your attention now? Pronoun. Um, the first baby is a different blood type than the than the bearing mother. And that baby, first baby, as it's slipping out the back jack into the world, it some of the blood mixes with the mother's immune system and it primes the mother's immune system against the blood type for the first baby. But he or she's already gone. They're in the bassinet screaming and yelling and pooping. It's the second baby that has, if that second baby has the the same blood type as the first baby, which is not compatible with the mother's blood, 
The mother's immune system has already been inoculated and triggered for that blood type. And if that's not recognized early on, um, the, the second fetus can now suffer breaking of its red blood cells and the products of the red blood cell lysis overloads its system, it overloads its liver. The babies are born with wicked jaundice, they come out yellow. And um, if it's really bad and for long enough, it's neurotoxic. And that's what happened to their second born baby, which was my cousin Missy. Mm. My cousin Missy passed. This September will be, I think, I don't know, the end of two years, I think, maybe three. Recently, how old was she, John? 20, 20, yeah, no, this is. Wasn't she 60? She was 68 when she passed, and she was her mother's roommate in the local nursing home she's in because nobody could take care of them. Nobody. Yeah. And, um, Anyway, um, she was the art stick. Now, she was cognitively there. She was just a, a mess with no ability to coordinate anything. She was stuck in a wheelchair her 68 years. But, you know, back when I was dating girls or my brother was or my sister had a boyfriend, it's a long time ago, but she was still in her wheelchair. She was always in her wheelchair. And when she tried to eat, she had a special fork with a big block handle on it so that she can get a grip on it. And she would be everywhere with the fork like this and then boink. She would, you know, stick whatever she's going to stick it in. And if it was spaghetti, it would be like, you know, and the gravy or sauce would fly and then boink and it would end up in her mouth. And everything was pretty good. She could not serve herself, but she could eat by herself. And then she needed help by, you know, with a drink. But every once in a while she choked. And when she choked, everybody wore what she was choking on. And that's just the stuff you go through when, you know, a close family member has a condition like that. Now, where, where did we want the guests to sit? As far away from her as possible. Hmm. Oh no. It was almost like my aunt was still angry with the world. And she'd say, Oh, so-and-so, you come over here. Mm. You come over here and you sit right next to me and my daughter. And you can see their faces like, yeah. oh, oh, hi. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Because Missy know. was very, she wanted to communicate. Oh, my, she, Missy could beat you in a, in a poker game. It's just that you had to manipulate the cards for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was cognitively there. Yeah. But she just had no ability to coordinate her muscular movements. Couldn't speak a word, you know. Mm. We knew we knew her basic Missy E's, but my aunt was her translator, which is why very, very sincerely that, you know, when they were both not doing well in a nursing home, we were just praying that my cousin would pass before my aunt. Because if my aunt passed before my cousin, and my aunt, bless her, is alive, and she's turning 97 and in a couple of months, how how would any of us really truly translate oh. Missy if my aunt had passed? Well, thank God that Missy passed at 68 before my aunt. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. Good Lord. God bless your aunt, John. Yeah. The way she took care of that woman, uh, her oh, daughter, yeah. 
to the very end. Oh, yeah. 24 hours a day, yeah. seven days a week yeah. for over 60 years. 68 years. 68 years. I mean, God bless. Talk about yeah. real. What What's real love? That's real love. That's also a sentence, too, considering her firstborn was executed in Harlem. How's that for a... How's that for a for a, a hell of a movie trailer? That's, you know? that's a life. So when you think you got it hard, oh, you think you got it tough. You don't know what tough you is. You don't really know what tough is. Amen to that, yeah. John. Please alchemize. Alchemize this wonderful. Well, God bless episode. Uh, you know what? These were just stories of the heart, stories of stories of hearth and home, mm. um, holidays, joyous. Not so joyous. Mm. Uh, peculiarities of family, family ties and family bonds. And it all speaks of the human condition. So I would say we all come here to have a familial physical experience with blood relatives and dear friends that are closer to us than many of our blood relatives, right? And um, that's so much of what life is all about. It's, it's the joys, it's the highs, it's the lows, it's the, it's the, the times of, of grief and sadness. It's, it's the stew pot of life. Families are the stew pots of life. Amen, brother. The present burgeoning New World Order is trying to assassinate the American family and probably the Polish family and the Hungarian family and the, certainly the Russian family and the Ukrainian family and the Italian family and the Spanish family and all, everywhere. The New World Order is, has been engaged in a, um, an assassination play of family units all over the world. People don't let the New World Order assassinate your families. Because if you don't have your families, you have nothing. Nada. Amen. Oh, well, John, what a great episode. Yep. If you like what we're doing here, people, in the Jersey Alchemist, please like, follow. And subscribe, people. What are you waiting subscribing for? Subscribing is the only, subscribing and sharing with family and friends is yes. the only way you get a chance to kick the platform Come on. in its nuts. Yeah. A nut shot. That's right. On that note, till next time. Maybe I'll bring a nutcracker in and a bowl of nuts, and we'll leave it here as a reminder. I'd like that. To crack some fucking nuts. <laughs> See you soon on the Jersey Alchemist.